Today's episode is brought to you by Plant-Based Meat, making me feel morally superior one fake chicken nugget at a time. Welcome to Working Drafts. I'm your host, Ted Fox, and if you found the show, it's a podcast dedicated to the craft, the process of writing. We focus on what my guests are currently working on and what they're navigating on the page to bring those stories to life. That's what I do when I have a guest. Occasionally, this is the second time now I've done a solo podcast, and so it's just me today. Uh, It was a little tricky trying to figure out when I was going to talk to someone around the holidays, and so I thought I would kind of punt on that for this month and come to you on my own again like I did back, I think, in September. But it's actually a fitting time to come back again because I'm in kind of a reflective mood, not just because end of one year, starting a new year, but the the book that I was talking about back in September, Date Week, which is my next novel, comes out in June. I guess it was a couple days ago was my final, final chance of being in the manuscript, working on the manuscript. I think I mentioned in that September episode, all these different rounds you go through in the editing process. The last round is the proofreading process where a very talented professional proofreader goes through and kind of finds any small things at at the very end that might need tweaking. You as an author can do things that might need tweaking. It's not the time to do any sort of dramatic rewrites or edits. It's just trying to get the manuscript in its final, final, final condition before you hand it off. And I just handed it off on Thursday night, which means I'm done, done with it now. Um, It's always kind of a strange feeling to get to that final stage where you know you're not going to be able to touch that manuscript, that text anymore after you've been working on it. In this case, I was working on it for over um, a year from the time I first started pitching it and putting the idea together to executing it, all those things to know that it's your final chance and you're handing it over and that the next time you see it will be as a printed book or an ebook is a strange feeling. It's kind of thrilling. It's kind of a relief. I have to say when I used to talk to authors before I had published a novel and I would talk to them about their books and it might be a book that had come out a few years before and I would say, oh, you know, you did such and such a thing on this page. What were you thinking then? And they might say to me, I haven't thought about that book for a second (laughs) since the last time I had to do something to the manuscript. And I didn't really understand that at the time. I get it now because you spend so many rounds. I've read the book so many times to get it to this point that you do, I think, kind of pardon the pun, but close the chapter on it then and move on to the next thing just because you've spent so much time so intently, so intensely going over it that your mind kind of needs to move on to other things. But um, I'm real proud of it and really enjoyed working on it. And I'm excited for those of you listening to this and hopefully a lot more people than those listening to this, uh, because that would mean it was very successful um, to be able to check it out later this year. But so what I wanted to talk about for you know another 10 minutes or so today, as I'm in kind of this reflective mood, as I get ready to start on the next project, whatever that might be, to think about if someone were going to ask me for my advice about writing. And I recognize there's a certain vanity that comes with that because it's not as though I'm some household name that uh, is offering this writing advice. It's not like Colson Whitehead or Emily Henry or Stephen King or whomever sitting down and telling you these things. But if you're listening to this show by just some random author out there, 
maybe my advice is more relevant to you because I am not one of those people. I'm not a Pulitzer winner. I haven't won a Nobel Prize in literature. I'm just a guy trying to pursue this career while also still having a day job and those things. So I, I thought I might share what I call the four P's that I've always thought about that kind of, I, I feel like encapsulates my writing journey and what I've done to get to this point and how it still progresses. So the four P's, it's four things that start with the letter P that I think really sum things up. So the first one of the four is passion. And passion is the thing that gets you to sit down and start writing in the first place and not just on day one or day two or day seven or day 14, but day 212 and going forward because it is a lot of work to start from a beginning of a book and make it to the end of a book, especially when you're starting out, not even knowing if that book might be published. And as I think I've mentioned on this show before, I have multiple manuscripts on my computer that either didn't work out the way we wanted them to or couldn't find a home. And I Unless I became one of those really famous people, which I don't think it's going to happen, and someone's like, oh, do you have anything from your early years we can publish? Those books will never see the light of day, but they were all part of the journey of getting to the point where I could have one and now two published novels out there, and I wouldn't have made made it through them if I didn't have a passion for the writing itself. The number of people over the years who have said to me, oh, I think I have a book in me, um, in addition to be kind, <laughs> being kind of annoying when they say it to you. I, it's not a question of, oh, I, I don't doubt that you might have a really interesting idea for a story in you, but the passion to want to sit down day in and day out and work on it to bring it to life is something that most people don't have. And if you want to make a go of it as a writer, as an author, you really need to have that passion and love of the written word to know that you're going to sit down, even if not every day, most days, and work on it not knowing what the prize is, if there is a prize at the end. Um, it it really, in some senses, the writing has to be its own reward to motivate you to keep working through these things and keep working on them. Because if you don't enjoy doing that piece of the work, it's certainly not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's There's certainly a lot more efficient ways you could use your time. So if you don't have um, the passion for the writing, um, it's a real it's a real struggle. And I, frankly, I, I don't think you would keep pursuing it, nor would I recommend you keep pursuing it because you really do have to love the writing. The second P builds directly off that, and that's persistence. So the passion is the thing that gets you to initially sit down at that keyboard or however you like to write and start writing. But the persistence and the stick that the persistence is almost like the, if the passion is the qualitative quality that gets you to start. The persistence is the quantitative thing of can you devote the hours and hours and hours and days and weeks and months to doing this thing and doing it in a both a artistically driven way, but also a rigorous enough way that you're actually making progress and you're making headway on it um, and that you keep coming back to it when it feels like you aren't making headway on it, or you keep coming back to it when you've had a bad day or a bad week writing and you feel like, cause you're not going to, the passion, the passion isn't going to be strong every single day. There's going to be days where you look at what you're working on and think this sucks. There's days when you have a book that you're doing your fourth or fifth edit on, like I was just doing that I know is going to be published. And you have moments where you think I really could have done this better and the self-doubt creeps in. And so the passion is what gets you to that 
writing state to begin with. But if you don't have the persistence to pull yourself through all the challenges that come, again, it's going to be a struggle. Third thing, patience. I, and I'm not in this sense, not necessarily even talking about the patience you need to have to get through writing a whole book because that takes a long time. I'm talking about the things that come after it. If you are seeking to be a author published in a traditional sense, and I'm speaking here from my experience trying to do that, self-publishing is a, is a different animal. And uh, if you went that route, I don't know that all of these things would apply, but publishing, like a lot of other industries, we as writers, as the person who've created the thing, we finish it and we send it out. In this case, if you didn't have a literary agent yet, you're sending it out to a literary agent or you've gotten it finished. You've given it to your literary agent, literary agent sending it out to editors. We, as the person who've created the thing, of course, you want to hear within 24, 48 hours a week, this thing blew my mind and we want to publish this book. Or in the case, if you're seeking an agent, this thing blew my mind. I want to be your literary agent. That I'm sure happens to people has never been my experience. And I think most people, again, as working authors would say, you kind of finish these things. And if you're in the query stage of querying agents, um, you send it out and you hope that an agent expresses interest and hopes to read pages. Or if you're in the stage where you have a literary agent and um, you're, the agent is sending things out to your manuscript out to editors, you're hoping to hear from that editor right away, like, yes, this book, like, I really think we can make it work. Those responses never come as fast as the person who has created it as you want them to come. And you really need to have um, that patience to be able to wait sometimes months um, before you get a definitive answer one way or the other. And it's really difficult. I've struggled with it many times over the years, but it's just, you know, the nature of an industry where people are reading a lot of different things and they're wanting to be thoughtful about them and they have a lot of demands on their time and you coming in kind of as an unknown entity, like they, there's a lot of people coming in as unknown entities that they kind of have to, if they want to be thoughtful about reviewing things, they have to take their time getting through. So that patience is really important. And then the fourth P, so we said passion. What do we say? We said passion, persistence, patience. Uh, the last one is perseverance. And that's because there's going to be a lot of no's. Again, maybe not true for everyone, but in my experience, there's a lot of no's to get to a yes. And it doesn't mean that you don't have any talent. It doesn't mean that you're a bad writer. Um, it doesn't mean that you have no future. You're never going to be able to publish a book. It means, I, I guess if you were a bad writer, that's what it would mean. But a lot of very talented people go through a lot of no's and it's just because you haven't found the right fit. And what I mean by that is if it, you know, if it's the case of an agent, the agent needs to work in the genre that you're writing and they need to have an opening kind of on their roster of clients. Um, with editors, it's the same sort of thing. It's like, do they, they may love your writing, but do they feel like they can make a convincing pitch to their editorial board that this will actually sell books? Do they already have another book that's too similar? Uh, and it goes beyond being, oh, it, it's consistent with things they're interested in and becomes, well, these two things would be in competition against each other. It, it's tricky and it's difficult and they are trying to take on clients, take on authors. 
that are going to set all of you as a team up for success. And that might not all be always be a linear straight line to that for you as the creative person. And it takes a lot to receive those no's and continue to put yourself out there. In our old house, before my wife and I moved into the house that we live in now, uh, when I first started querying, this is long enough ago that it was physical queries that I was sending. And so I was getting letters back in the mail. I started taping rejection letters up on the back of the door in the room that I used as an office back then as some kind of weird competitive motivation type thing. And I I don't know that I would necessarily recommend that. Um, It's not that people are out to get you or out to tell you no. It's just that it is a really competitive business and trying to find that right fit and trying to not let those no's discourage you does take a fair amount of perseverance and belief in yourself. And I frankly am someone who at times I struggle with belief in myself and those kinds of things can be hard to overcome. And some days it's easier than others when you, when you get those no's Um, and you can still hear no's, you know, even after you've published books, it might be an idea for something else that you want to do that uh, an editor or an agent says, yeah, that's great, but that's not what people are going to want to read from you. Or, that's great, but we don't really know how we would, would sell that. Or that's great, but now's just not the right time for that. So I don't know that, again, unless you're one of those people with so much juice in your writing that you can kind of set um, your own schedule and people are going to see the name on the cover and buy the book no matter what, just because they want another book from you, unless you graduate to that rarefied air, um, you still get you still have nose as part of the process and part of navigating it. And I suspect those people still have nose as part of their process too. I like to think maybe you get to a point where you don't, but maybe, maybe that's uh, grass is always greener kind of thing. So uh, as I wrap up here, like, so those, those four P's of passion, patience, excuse me, pass. See, I can't even keep them in the right order. Passion, persistence, patience, and perseverance the under thing underlining all of that is the one takeaway if you've made it this far is just keep writing that's the best thing that you can keep that you can do it's the best thing that i can do i am at my best self and feel the best about myself when i'm writing and being creative and there are always going to be things that are either more important or you're going to say well when i just get this thing done then i can go back to writing you have to be able to make a place for your writing in your life. Again, it doesn't have, I mean, you find the schedule that works best for you. It might not be every single day, but it has to be a regular, consistent presence in your life if you want to get to the point where you are trying to sell books. And frankly, it's a life-affirming thing to me. I am worse when I'm not trying to create and my brain can spiral into some dark places and pouring it into a story helps keep me away from those things. It's almost a form of of therapy in that sense. So um, if you've made it this far in this episode, if nothing else, just keep writing because it lets you get better. And to me, it's a tether to the, the craft that I love um, and certainly has served me well and helped me progress towards the various goals that I've had in my own writing. So I've been talking long enough, just my voice for 15 minutes. That's a lot. So I'm going to wrap up. Um, I hope to be back with a guest. I plan to be back with a guest next month on the 15th. And yeah, I hope everyone, I hope your year gets off to a good start for all of you. Talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening. New episodes of Working Drafts come out on the 15th of the month. For more, visit my website, thetedfox.com.